man, oh man, oh man. Gone for two months, and anyone who's ever followed me ever probably forgot I existed. Absolutely forgot I existed. Gee, mini Christmas, why have I been gone for so long? Welcome back, I suppose, to the Will Ford Show sports podcast. Thanks for joining me if you happen to find this. Kind of got to rebuild my following because I've been gone for so long. I need to talk some sports with you because it's so, so close to football season. And I don't even know what to do with myself. Um, but over the last couple of months, been pretty busy working at the Wilds. And I had some family from South Wales uh, over in Great Britain visit uh, in July. And that was absolutely amazing. The first time I've seen them in around eight years. And uh, I've been busy. And all I can say is I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, I've... I know apologizing doesn't really do anything. It's it's kind of empty if I don't follow it up with action and posting more and creating content and just being there. Um, and so this was something that I wanted to do for fun and it helped me, I guess, get a scholarship or, you know, a small scholarship, you know, going into my freshman year at Muskingum. And it was something that I loved doing for fun. And then I thought about creating it into this big, huge podcast and everything like that. And everyone has these crazy dreams and it can still be that thing. But in order for it to become a reality, I've got to do. And I haven't been a, been doing a whole lot of doing. So here I am back doing some doing. And we're going to talk about a couple different things in this sports pod today. Um, LeBron James signing a two-year extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. My thoughts on that, not only as a Lakers fan, but just what it means for basketball, for LeBron, for the Lakers moving forward. And then this is semi-old news, but I think still current enough that I need to talk about it, especially with the NFL season coming up. Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games this season. And uh, my thoughts on that, you know, with all the 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 sexual misconduct cases, wh- whatever you want to call them, unethical behavior, however you want to frame it, I'll talk about that ruling and what it means for the Browns this season, Deshaun Watson, football. So, yeah, let's hop into the show. Let's talk about LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers first. So... LeBron signs a two-year, $97.1 million extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. And I just want to say, I I mean, this really negatively impacts the Los Angeles Lakers, at least for the near future, um, for the next two, three seasons or so, as long as LeBron is there, uh, because the roster is awful. It's absolutely terrible. Anthony Davis, although a star, is a declining star, declining player. Is Very rarely are you ever going to see him on the court, apparently, earlier in the season, or in the offseason, I should say, excuse me. Uh, He hadn't touched a ball for an entire month, two months, whatever it was. So Anthony Davis has some commitment issues. He's not committed to the grind, committed to the game, and committed to being great. He's a great talent, but he's not committed to the grind, to being one of the best players in the NBA. 
And so that's concerning for the Lakers. But then the rest of the roster itself is just not very good. Russell Westbrook is just not the same Russell Westbrook that we've seen even over the last couple of years, he was he was pretty good a couple of years ago. But now it, he's just a, a point guard who doesn't have great hands. Doesn't he can't shoot? I mean, he's just an obsolete player in this game. If you're a guard who can't shoot, you better be able to do other things well. Obviously, he is still pretty athletic. He can pass, but he's a turnover machine. I mean, he just doesn't fit what the NBA is anymore. It's all shooting. No turnovers, willing defender, and Westbrook just isn't really any of that. And for LeBron to take up all this money, almost $50 million a year, when you have Anthony Davis who's making a butt ton of money but not playing at least half a season, you have Russell Westbrook, although he is available most of the year, He's terrible. He's making over $40 million. And then what do you have with the rest of the roster? I don't even really know. And so LeBron really, I think, needed to take a pay cut in this situation. And Colin Cowherd, I think, described this beautifully when it comes to a star player in the NBA and kind of how their career unfolds. Um, And I guess this is probably more so for LeBron than really any other NBA superstar that I can think of. But LeBron, in the beginning, in his first stint in Cleveland, he was kind of the cool kid, the new kid on the block, who was the entertainer, the high flyer, windmill dunker, and he was going to come in and put on a show. He was the showstopper. Then realized he probably needed to win some championships, start winning a little bit, because he did no winning in Cleveland, did make it to a finals, got swept, and... Realized he needed to do some winning. Maybe take a little bit of a pay cut, build a uh, a good bench, play with some stars like Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, win a couple championships, got two, comes back to Cleveland, gets his championship in Cleveland, building a team there with Kyrie and Kevin Love and what have you. We know that story. Then goes to the Lakers and uh, wins a championship with the Lakers. And then going to the Lakers, I think, was always kind of the mogul stage. That's what Colin calls it the mogul stage or really setting up the life after basketball. That That's what this stage is, is setting up life after basketball. It's business. It's all about business. And LeBron has shifted to that. And maybe this is a bit of self-awareness by LeBron. That he recognizes this roster is not very good and there's not much that can be done to salvage it. Uh, they don't really have any future trade assets besides their 2027 and 2029 first-round picks, which at this point in 2022 mean absolutely nothing when you're looking five and seven years in the future. Uh, They don't have any trade assets when it comes to picks. The roster is not very good. Maybe this is self-awareness by LeBron just saying, hey, I'm just going to take all the money I can get. And LeBron is certainly worth that much money. I'm not going to sit here and say LeBron is not worth $97 million over two years. You could argue he's worth more than that. But if LeBron James was really about winning another championship, which, by the way, I don't know if that changes too much for his legacy. I think if LeBron stays relatively healthy over the next two seasons, he'll pass up Kareem for all-time leading scorer in NBA history. I think once that happens, we all got to shut the hell up. LeBron James will be the greatest player of all time. He will be the GOAT. 
So I think this is just self-awareness by LeBron saying, listen, I don't, I don't need to win another championship. I know this roster stinks. There's nothing that can be really done to salvage it. Let me just eat up all the money that I can get. And that's absolutely fair. But if he was really about, about winning another championship, he should have, and I think would have, taken a little bit less money so that way he can go get some players. The only thing that really makes this team viable is if they trade for Kyrie Irving. And now one domino that has to fall before you can, you can even get Kyrie is you got to trade Russell Westbrook away, which I think is very possible. I would be surprised if Westbrook is still on the Lakers by the trade deadline. But once that happens, maybe you can go get Kyrie Irving. That's the only thing that makes this team viable because you got three stars, Kyrie, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. If you can get 60 games out of LeBron, I would absolutely take that. If you can get, gosh, 60, I think is pushing it for Anthony Davis. If you can get 50 games out of Anthony Davis in a season, 50 decent games, I would take that. And then you have Kyrie Irving, which God only knows how many games he's going to be willing to play. Um, it's funny how, you know, he, he never wants to play for some reason. And it's always for personal reasons. It's nothing to do with health uh, or anything like that. But even with Kyrie, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, this is still not a championship-winning team. I, I mean, can we take a look at the Brooklyn Nets over the last couple of years? I mean, look at what they just did last year. They, and really, into this year before James Harden got traded. I mean, the Nets showed that they can't win with Kyrie, Kevin Durant, James Harden. They showed it last year. They, they got beat in the playoffs. And then it all blew up, fell apart. If Kyrie, KD, and James Harden can't win together, I don't know if Kyrie, LeBron, and AD are going to win together. I mean, we've seen LeBron and AD win a championship, and we've seen Kyrie and LeBron win a championship, but I don't know if the three of them, as unavailable as they are, can win together either. So really, I don't think there's any saving this roster if you're the Lakers. And once LeBron's gone, by the way, the Lakers are going to be awful again for probably another five years until their next first-round pick in 2027, unless they acquire a first-round pick by some stroke of luck, which I don't know how they would do that. But they're going to be terrible. It's going to be very similar to that lull between you know, 2014 to 2019 before LeBron got there. Because Kobe's last few years in L.A., before he retired, not very good. And drafting a lot of young guys, that's what it's going to be for the Lakers over the next few years post-LeBron. Yeah, and this is interesting as well because obviously Bronny James, his son, will be going to college uh, this coming, or well, actually it would be next year, I believe. And so does Bronny end up coming to the Lakers and they somehow make a trade so that way the two can play together? I have no idea. I think that's highly unlikely, and really the only way that it could happen, it's not going to happen on the Lakers because the Lakers don't have the trade assets to go get a pick to take Bronny James. The Lakers are going to have to trade LeBron to wherever the, the his son gets drafted to. That's how that would happen for LeBron. I know I'm kind of going off on some side tangents here, but 
basically, the point is LeBron, two years, $97 million. If he wants to win another championship, this was the absolute wrong thing to do. He should have taken a pay cut. So that way a deal can be put together to then maybe go get Kyrie Irving and have some kind of bench. But now, really the only thing you're going to do is potentially trade Westbrook and then go get Kyrie Irving. And then you still then you have no bench. So I, I don't know. This was not a winning move. I think this is LeBron James being self-aware enough to understand that, A, he doesn't need another championship to validate his legacy. He's won championships in three uh, in, for three separate organizations. If he becomes the all-time leading scorer, he's probably the greatest of all time. I would say he is. I think we all got to shut up if, if he passes Kareem up. And B, he knows this team is not good enough to win a championship anyway, so why even bother? And I understand it from his point of view. Now to Deshaun Watson and this mess. So Watson suspended 11 games by the NFL and fined $5 million, which, by the way, that has to be a record for a fine in professional sports, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure an owner maybe has been fined that much or like an organization. But for a player, that's absolutely a record. That is a lot of money. Goodness gracious. But it's fair. 11 games, I don't think it's fair. I think it should be more than that. Um, And if we're really being honest, I don't know if Deshaun Watson should ever see the field again. But to kind of give you a breakdown, so obviously we had like the 22 civil lawsuits and whatnot, which I think most of them kind of all got like taken away, like crossed, crossed out, negated, whatever word you want to use, they were no longer cases. And then I think we were left with five that were being examined for potential criminal activity. Um, so not necessarily just like Deshaun Watson being a creep, but did he do anything illegal? Was there any sexual assault, rape, things like evidence of those types of things? And Sue Robinson, who's a, a former judge who conducted this investigation for the NFL, she landed on six games but debated zero. There's, a, there's reports out there that she debated zero games because there was no criminal evidence against Deshaun Watson. Nothing that he did was illegal. There was a lot of unethical and predatory behavior, but there was nothing illegal, and so she debated just straight up zero games, which I think the world would have set on fire if that had happened. So she landed on six games, and then the NFL appeals, and they end up almost doubling it to 11 games, meaning Deshaun Watson won't play, including the bye week, won't play until week 13 this season. Um, now, with that six-game suspension, apparently Deshaun Watson and his legal team in his camp, they were thrilled with six because that's practically a slap on the wrist for this predatory behavior. Thrilled with six. Now it's 11. That basically eliminates a season for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's gotten some work in in camp, and he's played in the preseason, which he's allowed to do, I guess. I don't know why he's allowed to do that. He shouldn't be. But he's got some work in. Now he's not going to play until the end of the year where the games probably don't matter anymore for the Browns because I do think the Browns 
are probably a fourth place team this year. I mean, if we take a look at their schedule, just in the first 12 weeks, the games that he'll miss, um, and that's including a bye. So he's not missing 12 games. He's missing 12 weeks, 11 games. Um, the Cleveland Browns with Jacoby Brissett, which I think he is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. Um, and so they they can be okay at best with Jacoby Brissett. They're not going to blow anybody's doors off. I don't think the Browns are going to go trade for another quarterback. That just really wouldn't make any sense. But you've got you know the Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons, Chargers through the first five weeks. And honestly, I think you lose to probably three of those five teams. You're probably losing to the Panthers, you're losing to the Steelers, and you're losing to the Chargers. You've got Bill Belichick and the Patriots in there, the Ravens, the Bengals. You're losing all three of those games. The Dolphins, Bills, Bucks. you're losing all of those games. You probably got two wins going into Week 13, which ironically enough is against the Houston Texans, and that's Deshaun Watson's first game back. And then the rest of the way, you've got Texans, Bengals, Ravens, Saints, Washington Commanders, Steelers. You're probably losing to the Bengals, Ravens, Saints, and Steelers, maybe even Commanders too. Like uh, This could be an awful season for the Browns. It could be awful because by the time Deshaun Watson comes back then, is he really going to, like, it's going to take him a few games to be the elite quarterback we remember him being. Um, I I honestly think the Browns could probably go anywhere from 0-16 to, actually, sorry, 0-17 now, 0-17 to probably like 5-12. They're not going to be very good. They're going to be a fourth place team in the AFC North. And to be quite honest with you, Cleveland, any Cleveland sports fan, uh, Cleveland Browns fans out there, that is absolutely what you deserve. That's absolutely what you deserve for rewarding bad predatory behavior. You're that desperate to right the wrongs of the quarterbacks that you've drafted and signed and everything like that. You're so desperate to build a winning team in Cleveland and right the wrongs of your past, especially when it comes to the quarterback position, that you're willing to trade everything away, trade three first-round picks and players over to the Texans for Deshaun Watson and then pay him a fully guaranteed contract and structure it in a way where if he gets suspended, he's not going to lose much in terms of base salary. Now, of course, there's this $5 million fine that is irregardless of salary, but the Browns are so desperate to be a winning team that they would sacrifice their morals and good, decent ethics. Not even good, just just decent ethics just to get a quarterback to win them some football games. They're going to sacrifice all that just to go get Deshaun Watson, who is a creepy predator. It's about about the only word that I can use. He's a predator. I know all of those civil lawsuits got dropped, but there's a reason that they existed in the first place, and there has to be some level of truth to them, whether or not they went all the way through or not. I'm sorry, but 22 or 27 or however many women it was 22 too many is what it is. 
one's bad enough, let alone 29 or however many. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I genuinely believe that Deshaun Watson should never see the, the, the football field again. It goes back to what I was talking about months and months ago with Calvin Ridley being suspended by the NFL for a year for betting $1,500 on a football game. Yes, it was a game that you know, I don't think he was playing at the time, but it was for the Falcons. It was his own team. Bet $1,500. But you're going to tell me that that's worse than predatory behavior, unethical behavior. I just, it's so ridiculous. And like, I, I'm glad the NFL at least fought to lengthen the suspension, but this is disgusting. If you don't want to kick him out of the lead for, league for good, whatever. I mean, I guess that's on brand for you. But to to make it look like it's not worse than gambling on a football game, it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's honestly embarrassing. We don't hold professional athletes and, you know, celebrities and everything to a high standard when it comes to criminal activity. I mean, like, if it were me, like, I I wouldn't be able to find a job. I'd be in jail. Tell me I'm wrong. But Deshaun Watson just gets to sit out 11 weeks, gets a nice fully guaranteed contract. He's going to get over... 200-something million dollars or whatever it is. Browns rewarded him for his behavior because they're so desperate to find a quarterback that's going to take them to the promised land and and make fans forget that they were an absolute tire fire of an organization for the last 50 years. Absolutely ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And uh, like it's just it's just embarrassing. I, I don't even know what else I can say. I, I'm done ranting. I'm done ranting about Deshaun Watson. But yeah, that'll do it for episode 165 of WFS, the Will Ford Show. Glad I'm back. Two months way too long, but I've got to rebuild some momentum. Uh, make sure you check me out on TikTok at the Will Ford Show. I've been doing some weekly challenges with uh, my friend Carver Myers, who I work at the Wilds with, Zipliner, and uh, we've been doing some NBA challenges, so we, we try to do those at the beginning of every week. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I challenged him just to a just a straight-up all-time NBA starting five. I'm using a, an NBA team filter from Instagram. Uh, and then last week, he challenged me to three legends, two current players using that filter, and then I'm challenging him this week to create an all-time, like all-decade team. So basically, the rules are, you know, whatever team lands on the filter, you've got to pick a player from a decade, but you can't repeat decades. So you have someone from the, the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, uh, or even like 70s, 60s, like whatever, just depending on what you get. You know, if you want Bill Russell from the 60s, you put him uh, at center, you know, something like that. Yeah, I think you get the idea. But check that out on TikTok. And uh, yeah, man, I'll see you in episode 166. And it won't be two months before you get that episode because we've got a lot of NFL stuff 
to talk about this year, and I'm really excited about it. The season starts in a couple weeks, so yeah. I'll see you later. This is WFS, The Wheel Show.